Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Chasing Easy, where easy and best are seldom on the same path. That's a quote by Alan Arnold, who is an author and a coach. So life is easy. It's the choices that we make that are hard. That is a quote by my husband. Listen in as everyday ordinary people share their stories of overcoming hardships through authentic and unscripted conversations. And the goal is really to spread hope in the face of adversity and to realize that you're not alone and that you can overcome and you are an overcomer. So along those lines, I have with me a very special guest, Leona Vandermeer. Am I saying that right? Absolutely. Yeah. Very phonetic. Thank you. (laughs) Yes, it is. Spelled the same way. Um, So Leona and I met, I guess, probably a little over a year ago. Leona, can you share how we met? I think I think the first time we met was through a mastermind group, was it not? It was. A mastermind group as we were working through positive intelligence together. What is positive intelligence? Positive intelligence is a program actually that was, uh, that is, Um, designed and created by a Stanford lecturer, and I don't know exactly what all his titles are, but his name is Shazad Shamin. And positive intelligence is a framework of um, mental fitness, positive thinking, and uh, has a whole operating system to go along with it. And uh, we were both working on a positive intelligence coaching certification together. Yes. And so most, most people have heard of IQ and EQ. So when PQ crossed my inbox, I'm like, what is this? So really out of deep curiosity, before I knew that that's what it was, I, I signed up for the program and we met at that very first meeting that Jana put together. Um, so I just think it was wonderful the way that we met, you know? So I guess the reason I wanted to share that is because every person that you meet There's usually a unique story behind how you met. And then if you develop a friendship, even if it's for a season, we've all heard there are seasons for different friendships. There is something good that comes out of it. And for the people that you've met that you don't want in your life, the good thing that comes out of that is, you know, what you don't want in your life. So there's a positive spin on that as well. And I I really, I wanted to invite Leona to speak to my listening audience, especially because of what you are doing and how you are living, which just blows me away. I've never, ever want to do what you're doing, but I just think it is phenomenal. So I'm going to ask you to describe, first of all, your background. So for those of you that are watching you're probably thinking, where is she? So I want her to describe that, but also for the people that are just going to have the opportunity to listen in so that your mind's eye can understand what we're seeing that are viewing. Where where are you, Leona? Well, right now I am sitting in the salon portion of our Hunter 44 sailboat, and I am nicely rocking and rolling a little bit to some pretty good winds and gusts that we're having right here in the Newport, Rhode Island Harbor. Uh, We are on anchor. And uh, yeah, I was going to sit outside actually in the cockpit and let you have a bit of a view of everything. But I was afraid I was going to get seasick, actually. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Because 
Well, because we're kind of, we'll be, when you're on anchor, you kind of roll around the anchor, twist around the anchor. So I thought, well, I'm just going to sit inside because actually one of my last uh, Zoom uh, appointments, I ended up having to leave the screen to throw up. So maybe that's too much oh. information. But yeah, <laughs> that's, that's fine. <laughs> I got seasick. So I thought, wait a minute, we don't need to have that, a repeat of that. Oh my Thank gosh. That was that. It was, a, it, I don't think um, I had my camera on at the moment. So that was good. And the sound was off too. That's an important detail. That's Yeah, that's critical. We, we don't need to hear that much less see it. So thank you for sparing right. us and being down where you are on the boat. Now You're you welcome. started out wanting to do this journey for what length of time and where are you now? And then I want you to talk about the planning that went into it. What was the yeah. drive, first of all? I, I have to ask, you know, what was the motivation to do what you did? And tell us how you got to where you are. Yeah, um, it was something my husband and I really wanted to do. It was probably a 10-year plan. It was something mm -hmm. we thought we would like to do to be able to retire a little bit earlier. We wanted to do it while we were healthy and when we could still enjoy, um, yeah, the physical challenges of living on a sailboat and sailing from one place to the other. It takes a little bit of physical energy and mental energy. So I thought about it, I, I would say 10 years ago is when we started to put the, the plan into action. And so in 2020, uh, was the year that we found the sailboat that we wanted. We had always sailed, but we had a very small little 26-foot sailboat, which was a lot of fun. It was great to go on vacations with, but there was no way I would want to live aboard it. There was, it was small. So we had decided that we, in particular, wanted to have this sailboat, this style of sailboat, this size of sailboat, because it would be something that we could manage, just the two of us. In fact, my husband basically single handles it. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not much of a sailor. I'm just a really good first mate. He's the one who does all the planning, who does all the all the actual sailing. He tells me what to do, and I try really, really hard to listen to him and do it right. Every once in a while, not quite it doesn't always go quite as planned, but that would be a whole other program. All right, hold um, on. I'm going to stop so, you there real quick. All yeah. right, there's a couple of things. I mean, you're you're glossing over it, and I want to make sure that the listening audience gets this. Okay. Ten years ago, you started planning to live your life on a sailboat, selling the home that you were in, living on the sailboat. I know that you had mentioned earlier for a year. I know now we're three years into that one-year plan, but what yeah. you had mentioned too is you're a good first mate. He's the captain. And doesn't that sort of relate to life? There's always someone who is, I don't want to say in charge, but there's always someone that comes alongside you and links arms. And sometimes they have to lead and sometimes you're the leader but to be a good first mate, can we park on that a second? Because you're living on a sailboat, you're going on three years or you're over three year mark. And you said you're not a sailor. 
but you're living on a sailboat. So I have to laugh and think, okay, so talk to us about what a good first mate is, because this is, I think, relative to life. Mm, Okay. Um, I think a good first mate has a lot of faith and trust in their captain Mm, that the captain is, in charge of the navigating the voyage and the ship, but he can't do it alone either. He Mm -hmm. needs to have somebody alongside him who is going to trust him. And I think that that's what works is I trust Captain Harry with all of my heart and mind and my life. I really believe he knows what he's doing. But he also needs me to be able to allow him to do what he needs to do. Oh, that's good. Okay. <clears throat> so the navigating the voyage, you need to have a captain who knows what they're doing. And you as the first mate needs to trust that he knows what he's doing. How long have you been married? We will be married. We we're married 39 years. We'll be married 40 years next June. And how, congratulations, first of all. Thank you. And what is the size? It it is. What is the size of the boat that you're on? It's 44 foot long. Okay. So imagine. We probably have about 400 square feet of living space. Okay. That was going to be my my next sort of um, observation is you are in a small space. You have to depend and rely on each other because you two are all you've got. And I think there has to be mutual trust and mutual benefit to each party. You know, he may be in charge or, you know, in charge at large, but you still are in charge of how you respond to him, which can either help him to do what he's doing or it can detract from what he's doing. Would you agree with that? I would definitely agree with that. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And isn't that marriage? (laughs) It is marriage. It is marriage. And I think that one of the biggest components in there is also uh, respect. Mm. What does respect mean to you? What does that look like? That looks like... um, Valuing the other person as you would value yourself. Okay. I know there was a a book that I read. Some in the audience may be familiar. You may be be familiar with it. Um, Love and respect. So the greatest need of the wife is to know that she's loved. The greatest need of the husband is to know that he's respected. Mm. And you just hit on that, but it's mutual respect, right? It is definitely mutual. It can't be one-sided. Otherwise it's not respect. Exactly. Yeah. So again, I'm going to go back to your, you've been married. It'll be 39 years. The last three years you've been living within 400 square foot of space with your best friend and your husband. Yeah. There has to be, you know, this, this podcast is about overcoming, right? So it's about okay. some hardships and about things that we have to overcome. 
And so can you talk a little bit about your voyage, your journey, and maybe some things that you've come across that you had to overcome and help us like a day in the life of Leona and Captain Harry on the water? It's really, I wish that I had like a really fascinating story for you about, you know, how we have to um, really structure our day and, and something very dynamic. But remember, we've been on this voyage for three years, been married for 49. That means we've had 46 years of practice together. Did you say 46 and or 36? 46 years of practice together before we went on the voyage. I'm sorry, 36 years. Okay. I'm like, (laughs) you don't look old enough to be married almost 50 years, Leona. Uh, Yeah. Sorry. I, I, it's okay. Yes. Yes. We're going to be married for 40 years. That means we've had 36 years of practice together before we went on board Sela. And I think that, we knew that we were going to be able to do this because we just get along so well. We always have. And it wasn't really a big adjustment. I wish I could tell you that, you know, we had great problems and and adjustments and fights being together in this small space, but we didn't. We have nothing nothing exciting like that, but maybe that isn't exciting. We have just been able to really enjoy and be together in this space. And it's, it's just been lovely. Hmm. So I, I'm trying to imagine myself in a 400 square foot space with my amazing husband, Ron, for a month. And I'm not coming up with a good scenario. And I think that that has more to say about me than it does him. And I think the lesson that I'm learning from our conversation is, you know, sometimes I want to be heard And I want to voice my questions, whereas that's not what's needed in the moment. I just need to trust. And Mm. a a really, you know, I'll give a good example of that is we, we fix and flip houses. And we were at a property this past weekend. And he wanted me to lift up butcher block countertops, eight foot, and they're very heavy and very dense. And we had three, actually four to move. And so I was a little irritated after the first one because I wasn't holding it right and I had to walk awkward. And so he corrected me and he said, well, you should be holding it like this. Well, then it was much easier. I was like, oh, this is light. But my initial response was not, oh, I'm so happy to help my mate and get this done. And my first response was, I'm not a man. I'm not supposed to be lifting these heavy things. And I really did not have a good attitude. Finally, he said to me, I don't know why everything is an argument with you. And because I had questions, why are we moving it this way? We just moved it here. Why are we moving it here now? Why can't we do this? And I really was just asking because I'm always curious about how things work and fit together. But this was at the end of an extremely long day. And so my timing wasn't very good. 
And then I just ended up being quiet, which, you know, doesn't serve either. Um, and then we talked about it on the way home. But I think what I'm learning from you, Leona, is really just to trust. And I think that timing is critical. So especially for our listening audience, if there's something that you're questioning, think of the timing before you question. Well, you couldn't have said that better because we did have a situation, uh, wasn't yesterday, it was the day before yesterday, and I was behind the helm, and I was supposed to be keeping the sails in the wind while my husband did some adjusting to bring down the mainsail, and I got confused, but I thought I was doing what was right. And he told me to do something different. And I wanted to question him and say, are you sure that I'm supposed to be doing that? And I just did it. I did it with trust and faith that he's right. I'm wrong. And sure enough, I got myself, I was getting ourselves into a bit of a precarious situation. And we were going to have, you know, the sales start to backwind on us. And it was going to be a mess. And so had I listened to my own instincts or questioned him or argued about it, we would have been in a big mess. So I learn that in the moment, I'm going to listen to you. And then afterwards, we can start to, we can start to dissect what just happened. And we can talk about it because in the moment, all you're going to get, you're just going to go overboard, (laughs) literally and, and, and figuratively. So Timing is everything. There is a time to have a conversation about something, and it's usually not in the moment where you're under a lot of stress and anxiety or feeling maybe victimized. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, you know, a woman. I don't have the muscle power to lift that heavy countertop. Ah, that's so good. I mean, this this is a lesson that because this is unscripted, I mean, we're just, we're just flowing with it and look what's coming out. I mean, there, there are lessons with everything that we do in life. So talk to me about, I don't know, when I talked to you the other day, I was so fascinated. I know you're saying, I don't have anything fascinating to share, but I would differ because just your everyday language and what you're doing on the water in the sailboat to get from point A to point B to me, it's fascinating. You sent me a picture when you were up on the mast. What's it called? Yeah, yeah. I I was my husband had hoisted me up in the mast so I could do a little repair on our radar radar uh, reflector. Yeah. So, I mean, you're doing things. And that, that- again was trust. That again was trust because I had to trust him to be able to hold the lines to winch me up properly not have me fall but he had a secondary line hooked up to me that if i was to have fallen it was going to be like three feet at a time oh my gosh but yeah i had to trust that he had this all figured out because that would not be a fun landing off the top of the mast how tall is the mast it is 63 feet. No. But I wasn't at the I wasn't at the very top. I was I was I was probably halfway in between what they call the spreaders. 
Yeah, that's okay. That's still a no for me. Thank you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You still don't want to fall 30. <laughs> that's way too high. Not, not, I'm afraid of height, so I don't know how that would work out. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. What um, what other lessons maybe have you learned in communication style or maybe even new discoveries? Even though you've been married for so long, you know, one of the spices of marriage is to really look for something intentionally that's new or exciting that maybe you haven't noticed before. Is there anything that comes to mind? Communication is key. <laughs> Communication is key. Um, you have to be, you have to be clear in what you're saying, um, especially under sale, but in life too. Um, communicating in a clear way so that people don't misunderstand what you're saying, and sometimes that takes some, some pause. Sometimes a pause and reflect. Sure. Before you speak. Okay, so then let, let's go back to the journey, because the thing that I got excited about were all the terms that you were throwing out there that I am absolutely not familiar with, going from point A to point B. So mast, helm, I don't even know what helm is. I guess that's behind the sail. Behind the steering wheel. <laughs> oh. Behind the steering wheel. Okay. I was just, I was, I was pretending to be captain for a little while, and I was driving the ship. Oh, that's fun. A yeah, driving fun, driving fun. So long as the sales, the sales, so long as my husband tends to the sales, yeah. then driving is fun. Excellent. So what are the, some of the terms that you use when you were explaining to me what you were doing? I mean, just like on a typical day, um, you obviously have to be familiar, even though you say you're not a sailor, you have to be familiar with the terms, the terminology, or otherwise when he tells you or calls you to do something, you're not going to know where or what to do if you're not familiar with the terms. So mm. what, what are some of the terms that you use? You, you've already thrown out um, navigate and voyage, which we can all be familiar with because it's all relative to life. We're all navigating life on this voyage. What are some other terms that you can see sort of a, a correlation in life? Well, I guess one of the, uh, maybe one of the terms would be, what do you do with radio communication? So we have the terms of the sailboat. So we have, you know, the front of the bow, the, the boat is called the bow, the back is the stern, the left side is court the right side is starboard um your bathroom is called the head uh so we have you know these typical sailing terms but for me one of the things that i uh still i probably don't know very much about just enough to keep us safe is using the radio and the terminology that you use on the radio uh if you're in you know, if you're in dire need of, of help, you use the term mayday. Mm -hmm. If you need to call the Coast Guard and need help, you need to use the term mayday. There's another term, and I was the first time actually that I'd heard it when we started sailing three years ago was pan-pan, pan-pan. And pan-pan is French, and it means that we are in pretty serious danger but it's not quite mayday 
And then another term is called securite. And that again is, is French and means security. And that is just a common term that's used on the radio for information. Usually the Coast Guard will call out and they'll always say it twice, securite, securite. There is a, you know, a, a weather warning for uh, the coast coming in at such and such a, a point, and we need you to be aware of it. So those are some of the, the radio terms that you have to know, and uh, you don't want to use those incorrectly. So you're not going to call Mayday if you're just calling out to some other boat to say, I'm going to pass you on your port side or on your right side. You better not say Mayday. Mm. I think everything would be a mayday for me. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I won't be any good at sailing. Um, gosh, you know, different terms for different things. Of course, we have the same thing in, in the English language. Um, but I'm I'm wondering if you've ever been scared. So maybe the, the winds were really picking up and I don't know, you thought it was going to be a calm day. And now you're being rocked a little bit harder than what you like. And so you've got to hurry up and find anchor somewhere. I mean, have you have you ever had that feeling in the three years you've been sailing? And if so, how did you overcome that feeling? Yeah, for sure. I mean, thank, thank goodness. It's really been, you know, I could probably count them on probably on one hand, not even two hands. So that's pretty amazing that's if you good. ask me for three years. Uh, one time we were just sailing and it was a beautiful day and there was, we're very careful sailors. We always check out the weather. We make sure that we um, are close to the coast. We're intercoastal waterway sailors. So we're never too, too far away off the coast. But in this particular incident, we were doing a crossing. We we're not near land and um just this crazy cloud formation came out of nowhere and it started to funnel down the water and i was again behind the helm it was my turn to steer and i i ended up kicking harry captain harry i said what what what's that he looked up and he said i don't know it looks like a twister oh my gosh <laughs> and, at that moment, the seas went up, the winds howled, and it actually snapped our sails because we didn't we didn't get the sail down in time. It just it happened just so quickly. It was a matter of me seeing it and saying, "What's that, Harry? Mm. What's that? And what's that was there?" So that was one one time, and it just it snapped what one end of the sail is called a clue, where it attaches. And it snapped the clue off. So we didn't have a clue. <laughs> Sorry. Had to ding, ding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we were still able to get the sail down. And um, we were able to safely get to an anchorage and pull the sail off. And subsequently, it's been repaired. And it's it's doing well. Um so let me time we were let, doing, hang on yeah. Leona, because I, I want to jump in yeah. on that real quick. Um, yeah. Something that I think is very relative to life is the storms of life. And so you sometimes don't even see them coming and you could prepare in your case, you prepared for 10 years 
before executing, but you're still not going to be prepared for those things that just show up, that come up out of nowhere. And isn't that like life sometimes? I mean, something that we really were not expecting just takes us for a spin. And it's really how we come out of that that will help us to navigate our future voyage. So I just, I wanted, there's such a correlation there with life. I mean, we have storms of life that that come up out of nowhere and there is no way to prepare. So it's how no, you respond really to isn't. it. Yeah, and I mean, that's, um, you know, that's one of the uh, the quotes of, of a sailor's life is that a sailor um, cannot control the wind, mm. but he can always adjust his sails. And so when you know that the winds are coming, you may decide that we want to get from point A to point B and we've navigated that this is the way we're going to go. Um, but if the winds decide to change, if the winds decide to change direction, you can try to fight and go into the wind mm. and you're not going to get anywhere. Or you can say, okay, I am going to go with the wind. And that might mean we have to change our tack. We might have to change our direction. And for a certain, for a certain amount of time, we're going to go kind of off course. But then eventually we'll be able to redirect our sails and get back on course again. If we stay on off course, well, you know, then we'll we'll end up in the Indian Ocean or something like that. But eventually taking a pause, going a different direction for a little while, reorienting, getting the sails set in a different different way, now we can get ourselves back on course again. So yeah, you can't you can't control all the situations. You just have to be able to go with the flow. <laughs> I really like that quote. You can't control the wind, but you can adjust your sail. And and your your um and I know with the PQ training, you know, are you coming from a place of ease and flow? Because even in the moment when you have to redirect your course, really your your mental fitness. And what you're telling yourself about the situation can make all the difference in the world about how you receive it and how you react to it. Would you say that that's accurate? Yes, that's a hundred percent accurate. Yeah. Um, it's a choice, right? It's a choice. When, when, when things come at you, you can choose to fight it or you can choose to say, okay, I didn't quite expect this. This isn't really what I want, but how can I use this? How can I, how can I turn this into this challenge into still a way to move forward? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a, that's a, a mental adjustment, the thought adjustment. How am I going to think differently about this situation? Very similar to sailing. How am I going to, how am I going to take this wind that is, you know, going against our, our path? and turn it into into something that'll work for us and that's the fun thing about sailing is being able to use the wind and to be able to tack Hmm. and go so you may not be going straight forward but you can still use the wind to move forward just um you have to just do it more gradually you have to be more patient yeah i kind of enlighten it too 
you know, life is not a linear line. It's more switchbacks. And that's exactly, well, that's term, exactly that's, right. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. And, you know, that by taking those switchbacks, by taking those change attacks, you can end up being at your destination faster than if you're trying to plow into the wind and waves that are against you. That's powerful. What you just said there. And that's speaking to somebody who might be in the middle of a switchback right now. What you said is the switchbacks will get you there sooner than trying to plow through and force your way on a straight line. Right. That that's that's gold right there. Somebody's going to be quoting that. (laughs) That was good. So in in wrapping up, um, I wanted to to just ask if there was something that you wanted to share with the listening audience that you think would really help them to embrace what you have learned, not just through life and marriage and sailing and PQ, but if there's somebody out there who is struggling right now and they've got a decision to make, what is a word of wisdom that you could impart that will help them in that decision? Believe in yourself. Trust in yourself. Even if the journey does have its switchbacks and you have to tack part of the way, keep your eye on the horizon, keep your eye on the goal, and do it in your own way. That's good. And that would come from a place of ease and flow. And it doesn't mean, you know, I'll go back to the storms of life. It doesn't mean that when we're in those storms that we're smiling and sipping on tea and saying, it's all going to be okay. It's all going to be okay. No, you, you recognize it for what it is because we go through some very hard things in life, but how you adjust to that, how you receive it and how you respond is what makes the difference. And you can do it through tears. You can do it through a clenched fist but you'll eventually get to the other side and then you'll say, wow, this is what I gain out of doing that, which you would not have gained any other way. Um, And of course it's said that everything has its season and everything has a reason. There is a reason for everything. Well, you are the one that has to decide and define what that reason is. And you talked earlier about, you know, you get to choose and I'll take this from Linda Pot. probably going to mess her last name, her last name up. Um, pot gator. But anyway, her quote is every day is Tuesday. Mm, that's wonderful. If you have to change that to every moment is choose moment, but every day is Tuesday. You get to choose how you show up. That's on you. It's not on somebody else. It's not somebody else's fault. It's on you. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. So Leona, I want to thank you for sharing this time with us. I thank you for your wisdom. And I just, I'm just still so fascinated by what you're doing. It would scare the, it would scare me. You're not going to see me doing what you're doing ever, <laughs> but I'll be on the beach waving at you as you go by. That'll be me. Oh, thank you. Thank but you. I do. That'll, I, be, that, that'll be me flying my, flying my sails. Um, you keep being the light out there on the water and encouraging and, and showing up the way that you are for Captain Harry and just 
really appreciate your time with us. God bless you. Thanks, Teresa. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.